He is none other than Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I've been bringing a piece of candy for you to look at. You might be able to taste it later, too. <laughs> Will Ferrell. I also ran into John Elway in the bathroom. He could have he given me a forearm shiver there. <laughs> Could have rammed my head. Long snapping expert Adam Carolla. We don't call ourselves long snapping what? expert. What do we We're, call ourselves? You just say black belt. You don't say black belt <laughs> karate expert. Black belt says it all. Matthew Perry. Our casting director said, "What about Nick Jonas? He's a pretty good actor." And I said, "Okay, great. Someone tell me who he is." <laughs> I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Presented by Papa John's, here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast, presented by Papa John's. It is a momentous podcast. It is a big-time celebration. Even though there is no confetti, there's no ball dropping, because we don't know when to actually technically have the celebration, the bottom line is... Uh, I have been told by Chris Law, our esteemed producer of the uh, Rich Eisen podcast presented, presented by Papa John's. Who is it presented by again? Pr- Papa John's, okay. Jamie Dukes. Right. Uh, I have been told, oh, also, welcome, uh, Moose Johnson. Darrell, good to Thank have you, you here. Rich. Good to be here uh, during this celebratory podcast. I have been told, you, re- you know, the reason to celebrate is I've been told at some point during the life of this first week that the podcast will be out, the podcast will be, have been downloaded for a one millionth time. <laughs> Oh, that's what I'm talking Thank about. You. This is show 43 of our 43 wow. show. Li- Can I call it a library if it's 43 shows? Catalog. Library. Catalog. Chris nice. says catalog of the 43 show library or catalog. One millionth download. Seven figures in downloads. Put this next to the Kennedy tapes, probably somewhere in the archives. Right. The, the Kennedy. Which Kennedy tapes are we talking? The about? Kennedy. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, sure. Whatever it is, if, they, if yeah. it's just, if that's esteemed, if that's respected, yes. if yes. that is, yeah. if that is a in the Smithsonian. Okay. Right. Yeah. I don't know if we're going in the Smithsonian. Oh, okay. I don't know if we're going there, but uh, so I have Small you two steps. guys, Daryl Johnson and, and Jamie Dukes and and uh, Brian Billick will join later on this podcast. I'll have a chat with the former Super Bowl winning head coach of the Ravens, Kara Henderson, who's been a big um, friend of the show. I can't celebrate my one millionth download Absolutely. without her. And the worm returns. Really? I mean, he was such From a Euro folk. Jason Wormser was such soccer a soccer or something. I mean, if we have if we have been downloaded one million times, even mm. though the podcast started in September, there has to be an old days version. I mean, like way back in the day, even though that day was <laughs> yeah. back in September and right. October, November, December. He was such an integral part of the show. Okay. I gotta have him on. Makes sense. So Part of the reason why I'm mentioning all this is yes. I have no idea what we should talk about right oh, really? now. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, you know what I mean. We're sort of in that netherworld right now. The draft is through. Nobody knows when the business is going to open up again. A lot of people are assuming the first chance of it will be early July. You know, what do we talk about? What can we talk about? You guys have any suggestions? There's there's still lots of stuff out there. Okay, uh, like I, what? I, I what think you got? made a good point today in the meetings that you know anything but the lockout. Right? Um, because it's still clear wants to hear yeah. about That's right. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to talk about doom and gloom. But we could talk about social media profiles. What do you mean? Um, I mean the faux pas of, of, of what? Pick one. Because uh, <laughs> the players are tweeting. Reggie Bush, well, uh, Mendenhall. Well, Mendenhall is a totally different story. Well, I mean, it, it's I mean, still a faux pas. I mean, well, I mean there no, should Men- be a golden uh, rule that says mm-hmm. common sense should prevail before you push this button. There's a lesson to be learned. Well, We're all fathers. Of course. With Mendenhall, that, that could be said that that was more than a faux pas. That, that was 
boneheaded. Is oh. as, I think is the light is 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 the light version of downright offensive. Mm-hmm. Well, the severity the, on, certainly on the, on the most severe end. Sure, of but Reggie Bush. I mean Reggie. Reggie, a lot of people thought is just is just expressing in his tweet, that, uh-huh. "Hey, I'm, I'm. What are we, you know, enjoying the lockdown?" I mean, he did use the word "slaving," which I think was mm-hmm. probably a, a very poor choice mm-hmm. of words. Uh, but a lot, some people even tweeted at me like, "Hey, he's telling the truth. What's the big deal?" About but it ain't funny, you know, when fans are talking about my sport. This is America's sport now. Uh-huh. You know, they say all that baseball stuff. That's all cute. This is the heart and passion of this country. Uh-huh. Nothing's funny. If you're talking about threatening my football, that's what the fans feel and think. But a lot of people are saying it's not Reggie Bush's fault. The owners are the ones who locked the players out. Totally irrelevant. It's not funny. It's just not funny. But the big thing about Reggie's situation is, to me, it gives you kind of an inside look as to why maybe he has not risen to the heights that we hoped he would rise to. Interesting point. If this is hard work and you're happy not to be there, then you don't have that passion for the game. I tell, uh, I tell my son when I work with his, his friends at his age, I said, football's not an easy sport. Um, it, it's a hard sport, and you have to love it because there are days when you just don't want to be on the field, and you've got to find a way to fight through it. And if you can't, you're never going to be as good as you can be. So the, when I first read his, his tweet, I was like, that, that's not something I want to hear from a guy on my team. Um, this is my favorite time of year. When I was a player, hanging around, lifting weights, doing conditioning, you know, we called them quarterback schools instead of OTAs. But Jimmy was the first guy to find the loophole in that rule. We were on the field a bunch. What do you mean? Back in the day. Jimmy well, Johnson. I didn't like yeah. that part of it because it was full speed practice with no pads on during that time period. And you got to build Bates it was, around it others. Was, it, was just, it was, I mean, guys using all their pass moves and you got nothing to grab. I mean, to put your hands on. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> and so it was, you know, it, for me it was drudgery. But I enjoyed being with the guys. I enjoyed being in the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying the guy doesn't like football, uh, to your point, but it, it, it is interesting. You don't hear Peyton or some of these guys that we know really have a passion for the game come on and say, hey, man, I'm enjoying this time. Well, well Wes Welker couldn't have more of a reputation of being a grinder and a guy who, who loves the game and who has done more for himself through hard work and dedication. I mean, that has been his M.O. He even said... He wishes this could happen every year, that this is like a vacation, it, to the point where that was that wound up in a legal brief mm-hmm. as a statement that the NFL is saying in a legal brief, saying, well, you know, what's the irreparable harm if a Pro Bowl wide receiver is saying, hey, I don't mind. That was a mistake, right too. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. but that, it, it's, that, I mean, maybe we're, we're taking what they're saying a little bit too literally. Um, or, or do you think most players right now, Oh, are no. sort of enjoying the fact that they're not grinding it. No, I believe they're enjoying it. I, I'm, I'm just saying sometimes you have to understand what you can say or tweet or post mm-hmm. and what you can't say. Well, call it political correctness or not. Sometimes you just got to understand, man, you just can't put out. I mean, it's like you can't say anything that comes to your mouth. You know, you'd be fired a long time ago. What are you hearing about these player-only workouts? You hearing anything? Because um, A.J. Hawk said this past week that he heard some of them are a joke, that there's no... I would think so. I mean, it's going to be difficult to generate the structure that you need to, to really get something positive out of it. Um, you know, we had a little clip yesterday with Matt Ryan and down in Atlanta, and, you know, i got to put the coach's cap on, and you're going to go through the motions, and you're going to knock some rust off, but the level won't be the level that it would be if, if everybody was there and the coaches were watching you. And the big thing is you're on film. <laughs> when you're on film, it's a completely different animal. 
So uh, there's no eye in the sky. There's no eye in the sky to check. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the other thing, when we talk about all these guys making these mistakes, maybe one of the big things that social networking has done Mm -hmm. is remove that filter. Oh, because yeah. we not, all, we all, we yeah. think about things all the time, sure. but we don't say them. And it's you. so much easier to just do that. Oh, and I didn't say that. I, tw- I just tweeted that, or I just shot that out there. Moose, no. I had to put the BlackBerry away during Michigan football. <laughs> start, I'm not kidding. During, like, late 2009, I had, I had to basically start turning on the television set and tell my wife, put this somewhere where I, I can't find it. Mm-hmm. Because, I, I, it, seriously, I turn into the old man on the porch screaming at those crazy kids on the lawn. <laughs> say, and then I would tweet stuff, and, and then I'd wake up the next day and say, did I really say that about Michigan? You know, that's my alma mater. Why, right. would, I, why would I come across as bashing the program or bashing the coach, even though... You know, <laughs> they deserved a little bit of bashing at the time. But I, you're not wrong. You have, I mean, and we learned that with the, the players learned that with Cutler. Mm-hmm. During, yeah. I mean, yep. the stuff that people were saying, inst- the instant nature of it yep. and the lack of a filter, it's dangerous. Yeah, it gets that out Twitter's there quick. Dangerous. Yep. God, it gets yeah. out there quick. That and and it doesn't take is. many to get it and run with it who, who, are, who are following. They're waiting for it. You know there's groups sure. out there waiting Absolutely. for something to hit the wire from a guy that's high profile. But couldn't there be any something from these player-only workouts that, that is useful? Oh, I no. Mean, I, that, I mean, now, see, I, where I disagree is I think it's useful because what the exercise I'm looking at is it's showing – who are the leaders on these teams? You know, in some cases it's quarterbacks, mm-hmm. in some cases it's linemen, linebackers, uh, uh, and, and to me it tells you about the structure of success. I mean, uh, one of the comments made by one of the Falcon players yesterday was part of the reason why he wanted to go was because Drew Brees had called a meeting for the Saints. So now you're reacting. Mm-hmm. To a team in your division. And into that point, uh, something I saw this week, I saw three words in an article this week that I never thought I would see for grown men, maybe for, for kids, that the, the words Colt McCoy's camp. You know, <laughs> I, normally when you see that, well, hey, bring your eight-year-old down and have Colt McCoy's camp. No, he's the one for the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. who is organizing the workouts. It's called Colt McCoy's camp, basically. This is what it was shorthand referred to in this article. Mm-hmm. Also saying how there are no interviews being conducted there or no players are not conducting interviews because that's the way Colt wants it right now. And I'm like, wow. Is that the one down in Austin or now back up in no, up in, in up in Ohio? In Ohio? Yeah. And I, I read that. I'm like, huh. Did you get a chance? You know? to, how many times have you met him? I've met him a couple of times. No, I'm, and by the way, me, me saying I'm so shocked, I'm, I'm not putting him down as his leadership skills. I mean, he's he, a baby. He no. won 50 no, some young. odd games. He's a baby. I'm just he's saying last year. Baby. I'm just saying what la- I mean. He's he's, he's a he, baby. He has he's been there and he's mm-hmm. done some. You know, but he hasn't been there and done that right. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing that right now. He's still a rookie because he doesn't have the three games under his belt. Yeah, <laughs> right. But no, but what he, his first four games last year, I mean, uh, he beat the Patriots, right? He darn near beat the Jets. That was a game that the Browns should have had. Beat the Saints mm-hmm. and almost took down the Steelers in his first game. I mean, talk about yeah. baptism by fire. I read that, and I'm like, uh, well, maybe something's going on. You learn the, the measure Browns. of a man. That's how I'm looking at it. You know? I agree. I agree. Um, I, I think he's going to be a surprise to a lot of people. If they can get some... Get some more people around him. Get some more talent around him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of those guys that gets the knock for the size. He doesn't have the measurables that you want. You know, he's he's well, not he, a Ryan Mallett or anything like that. But he's Drew Brees. That's all you exactly. heard about. Exactly. Drew that's, that's exactly what he is. And it's it's going to be fun to watch him grow in the NFL. I, I got a chance to meet him for the first time down in Dallas at Super Bowl, and I was completely blown away. He, the, the, the first thing that came to mind to me was when the first time I met Matt Ryan. 
I was completely blown away by Matt Ryan and equally so with Colt McCoy. Mm-hmm. But the problem, though, still is, and, and it's something, you know, we're going to talk about, you got to surround him with some real weapons. Yeah. I mean, Peyton Manning, the number I'm counting now is somewhere in the range of 16. Mm-hmm. 16 first or second round weapons he's had to work with while he's been there. That's part of Peyton's success. Peyton is a great player. Brady didn't really have. Well, I know, I mean, but if he, you think Brady, about the no, no, no. Brady what, is the only. If you think about it in quarterback history, that's why I had such a big problem with this Brady Peyton Manning comparison. Brady is the only quarterback, if you look at it historically, that's had a great career that had nothing effectively to work with. I, I mean, nothing well, in had, the sense of. No, I understand what you're saying. Jerry Rice, you know, with, know, with and Montana. And a couple years he had young. Randy Moss. He had 50 touchdown yeah, passes, but he didn't win a championship with them. He won. With no bona fide, look what happened to Deion Branch and David Gibbons when they left him. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady is the only anomaly there. But, but back to the point, though, is that with Colt, you've got to give the kid weapons or he will fail, just as any other player yeah. will likely fail if he doesn't get those weapons. I'm just looking for any sign <clears throat> that what's going on right now could be indicative of what happens when business opens up again you know what I'm saying I mean that that's what I'm trying to look for and and when I see stuff like uh as you point out who's running these camps or not um that's one thing and also who's not at the camps Mm -hmm. as well which leads me to turn to my Texas Dallas (laughs) Metroplex uh uh uh, resident expert what's with Des Bryant what's going on Uh, was he was he at these Tony Romo let workouts. I heard he wasn't at one, then he was coming to another one. Do you know of anything going on down there? We, we, there's no real confirmation on it, and, and because you know the media is not able to follow it real close and, and find out. But um, the one thing that, that people forget when the lockout was put in place, and there's no communication between the team and the player, Mm-mm. that one of those things is that safety net that the PR department can drop underneath a guy like Des Bryant, and. When you get him speaking, when when he is the voice coming out after an incident, it's not good. It's not a good thing. <laughs> on Twitter. Exactly. Well, on Twitter. Instead of having Rich Dalrymple there to say, okay, here's what I want you to say, <laughs> and let's get this thing cleaned up, and let's get it behind us as quickly as possible, it sits there in the press and festers, and people talk about it. Um, he, he, this, is not a, this is not a good place for him to be right now, and it'll be amazing if he comes out of this thing without something big happening. Really? You it's, really, you really believe that? The guy I do. Is a, he's a I mess. Do. He is a mess. Is he's, he a grown man, though? Sure, he's a grown man. I don't yeah. understand. But see, but see this, this goes back to this. this there's, there's this notion, and, I, and I've always said this is my junk science. Players, Britney Spears, actors, people who've, who've, who've been in a bubble, and these great athletes, entertainers, Tom Cruise, whatever, are in these bubbles. And so, you, don't, you don't include me in that group. No, because you were okay. into the real world. You were in the real world first. No, but I mean, I am an entertainer and an icon. Yeah, but, yeah, but later, but yeah, but came this later. one millionth download is going to happen. Right, but were you, this were you an entertainer maybe. and an icon at twelve? Your values were established. Spears, I thought I was, but no, I understand what you're Brittany saying. Britney was twelve when she was twelve. You know, Michael Jackson. Although you did miss my appearance on Facts of Life, apparently. You're, really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, I'm sorry. Yeah, to, your, to your no, point. but, but the, the thing is that so I call it emotionally retarded. Athletes, entertainers, anybody who's been kind of sectioned off perfecting their craft. And so they don't necessarily get the rest of the norms that that you came across because you weren't in this vacuum. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, there are certain things that don't develop, Mm -hmm. uh, certain rules and certain idioms that don't develop. Shunted is probably what you're you're, you're aiming for right there. Emotionally shunted. 
And well, Dez, I like retard it myself, no, but that's okay. Goodness gracious! But you, so Dez is—he's in that group along with a lot of other athletes yeah, and entertainers but, and people of this kind. Right. He's no different than Lindsay Lohan. He's no different than Britney and what she's gone through. My point being is, if you're in this bubble, and again, this is Duke's junk science. Take full credit for it uh, at Jamie Dukes. Um, mm. The point being that sometimes social norms that you learn, mm-hmm. you just don't learn them. And, and we see it happen time and time again. It's not an athlete thing. It's just, uh, 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 you know, what is the cost of success? We all, we've been hearing about it. The Cowboys are really concerned that, that, of, that, that of all the people and of all the constructs and all the situations that prevent the constructs from being put in place, that they're really downright scared. I mean, when we had Jerry Jones on on the Friday of the NFL draft, mm-hmm. That was the one day that the window was open. Mm-hmm. One of the first questions I asked him was, have you spoken to Des Brown? He said, yes, we have. Yeah. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are the Cowboys about Des Bryant? I, I think they're very concerned, but, but they're also very smart. You won't and, give me a number? Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, mm-hmm. uh, I, w- I would say they're 8-5. They're mm-hmm. that, that something's going to happen. That's, that's really low. Something's going to happen that's going to cost them games next year without him in the lineup. Somehow, some way, and that's another thing that conduct, conduct detrimental. You know, mm-hmm. there's things. Well, does that apply during the lockout, or some of the things we have in place? Will that carry? Oh, there's over? no question that things like that. Oh, that there's no, there's no amnesty because yeah. of a lockout. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. But no, now, no. what Jason has done. The question, is, no, the question is, what authority will the commissioner have under whatever rules are set up? Exactly. And I. I, I, I Whatever they're talking about with the drug program or what have you, with a third party arbitration, whatever. I, this. Which I like, by the way. But that's the, what the league proposed like and that, on, their, like. on their last proposal before the decertif- on the on decertification day. They, like said, they, they, they said that. But in terms of uh, authority of, of conduct policy, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think there will be any amnesty. ground getting yeah. on that front. And I, I think there will definitely be no amnesty. Everybody, they, they're you know they're taking oh, names yeah. and they're taking dates and, and all of that stuff. But can't, and I what know about the, the stabbing victims though. Do, does that? Do, how do you know, mean? Well, the players have been the victims of being stabbed. Do that, oh, does mean, that count uh, against them? You mean, you mean yeah, the girlfriends I don't know, I don't know if the commissioner has any, has any authority <laughs> over Mr. Marshall, if that's what you're referring <laughs> you know, to. You know, I don't, I don't believe they were stabbed now. so. Okay, just, I don't believe I'm so. But that. I'm sure in the day that, they were, that the Dolphins had contact, uh, if there was at 8, 8 o'clock, the window yeah. went open. 8.01, the call went out to Des Bryant, and the doctor went. The team doctor went to Brandon Marshall's house at 8.01 on that day in Miami. But can't, I mean, uh, the Cowboys... Can't they have, I mean, can't, for instance, can't they just call somebody who knows somebody who knows know somebody? somebody? I, mean, yeah. I mean, please. Let's Degrees be, of separation. It wasn't Kevin us. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, it wasn't us. It's not me. It's not me. You know, I mean. But it, it, I guarantee you during the whole process, Jason Garrett was preparing for the draft. Uh, but mm-hmm. before the doors were locked, he had a plan put in place. If, if we are locked out, I've got, this is how I want to manage Dez through that time. Because this could be a week, a month, it could be six months. Right. Um, the longer it goes, the more concerned I'm going to be. So it's got to be a, a very good plan. He, Jason is very, very meticulous in, in what he does and how he approaches things. He, he basically plans for all contingencies. So I know, I know for a fact, without even talking to him, mm-hmm. that there is something in place. Jamie, <laughs> to by the way, <laughs> he is laughing, bending over laughing. Because you are, you, are, you are speaking to the... You are speaking to the charter member, correct? Oh, Am I going the right place? You are speaking to the charter member of. Uh, I mean, this is this is the biggest. <laughs> this is definitely the biggest conspiracy theory to come out of Dallas since Dealey Plaza. Uh, is that is that Jason Garrett tanked the play calling? 
to get to get uh, uh, weighed out and himself in. Oh, I'm not accusing him. And I'm not accusing him. Okay, can I, can I dispel that. that rumor right now? Please. please. Can I give you these? Because you, I mean, when I say charter member, he's like the Oliver Stone of this. That's why he's laughing right now. Okay. And by the way, by the way, you and the reason why he's laughing, Moose, before you get into this. Is you just said he's as meticulous and he plans for everything. <laughs> you just described the personality of somebody who would have the foresight and forethought to do just oh. what he's accusing. But, but I did not say manipulative. And that, that is a whole other thing. Now, number one, he would have to have an assurance that he was going to get the job after he sabotaged the first half of the season. Here's what happened. Allegedly. I, Go the, ahead. First Allegedly time, the first time that we had the opportunity to do a Dallas game after he was the head coach. I asked him the question point blank. I said, your play calling is completely different since you've taken over than it was in the first half of the season. How do you account for that? Is it like Dick Tracy? Big board did it. Because Big board did it. the way we practiced, mm-hmm. we were not going to be successful running the football. We were not physical. We practiced at a slow tempo. And to be able to run the ball effectively on Sunday, you've got to prepare for that on Wednesday and Thursday. And we were not prepared to do it. So I elected to throw the ball more because it gave us the best opportunity to win a game. We were not tough enough. We were not prepared enough. And we were definitely not going to be physical enough on Sunday. Here's my problem. What I have done is he has has changed the way they prepare for a game. They put pads back on. They're very physical uh, in their run preparation. Mm. And once he had the confidence that they could execute the run game on a Sunday – that's when the run game. And you'll see a, a gradual tick up from the time. He didn't just come on and go, hey, all right, here we go. We're going to be 55 run, 45 pass now. It was a gradual buildup as he gained more and more confidence in the guys on that offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Mark Colombo being number one, you know, can he hold up? Will he be able to hold up physically? I mean, I, I give the guy a lot of credit. He, he struggled down the stretch, but he is beat up beyond belief. Uh, there's a couple guys in there uh, that, that – his concern is now, are they going to be able to maintain this style of practice through mm-hmm. the course of the season? Well, I'll play Judge Nelson. Okay. Uh, now you have time to file your brief with the court. Well, I, all, all, I would, Dukes. all I say about that is that Makes sense. when you start talking about tempo, he's the offensive coordinator. He runs the offense. Now, now, when they didn't have pads on, that's one thing. But you as the offensive coordinator still have the ability Wade's not saying, oh, Jason, slow down a little bit. That's too fast. Guys are moving around too quick. They're hustling. We don't want that. Wade didn't do that. If he How do you know that? I know Wade didn't do that for a fact. I know he didn't do that. Now, I'll, I'll put on my conspiracy cap. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's not even a conspiracy. That's already well known. You can talk to any media no, member. No, Wade didn't talk tell them to, guys stop hustling. Talk to any media member in Dallas what their practice tempo was like. No, and no, no, number, no. more importantly that, how the players were spoken to. Well, but here's what do you, the thing. Wait, hold on a minute. What, 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 what do you mean? Player, how the players are spoken to? It was, it was, I don't, no critical language. No, it was no old school coaching. Well, but you don't, the way but that you we were spoken to, challenging to, guys. Were the words, not, were the words, were the words "cherry on top" used? But pretty. No, but but you was, know, I mean, but we've had a lot of coaches that show you that Mike Smith is not like that. I mean, um, Tony Dungy's not like. You don't have to be that way. That is a coaching style you can choose or not choose to use. But to my point, still. As it pertains specifically to the tempo of the offense, the pads, yes, but not the tempo. When you have guys like DeMarcus Ware coming out and saying, okay, we stopped and correct offensive mistakes that we hadn't stopped before, that's not on Wade. That's on 
the, the, the meticulous guy you're talking about. How would DeMarcus Ware know they that, that's, corrected that's, all that's, his that's what he said in practice. That was like, because remember we were sitting there watching we, that, he did and say we were, that, we yeah, were in I know. shock. He did say that at one point that uh, that Tony Romo came up to him and said that the th- crazy we things. We were like, now, we're begin- now we're beginning to, instead of waiting to see it on tape, on the eye on the sky, we're, we're addressing it right away. And he thought that that was a Demarcus where he thought that as a, as a positive move forward, and we we sort of looked at each other and like, huh, like that. that <laughs> like that's you should have been correct. But here, 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 and here's here's my decision. I've made my decision, mm-hmm. um, and I will not offer a stay. I'm going to make my decision. Okay, now, okay, <laughs> Judge Eisen. Uh, here's my decision: is that um, yeah, the, it, it does it does make sense that he, as the offensive coordinator, would have the ability to up the tempo of practice, certainly if, if, if the ship was sinking, which, you know, it was sinking. This isn't, yeah, this I mean, that working. ship was taken on water and, and, you know, deck chairs had already been rearranged in weeks two and three. I mean, this is, this is it. We're, yeah, this is it. It's going belly up here. That said, you are accusing. No, I'm not. You are accusing. I just find a coincidence. You are, I said it's a coincidence. No, you are the, I'm don't, not accusing. Don't, you I'm cannot, saying it's you just cannot, a unique fu- You cannot hide behind the I'm not saying, I'm just saying uh, avenue of accusation. You have, you have flat out on total access, on, on, on virtually every platform NFL media has afforded out. you as a broadcaster. Coincidence. This is what, don't listen to him. He has accused this man <laughs> so of doing this. But what you, it's just like you are basically saying, you know what? Uh, it's third and two. I've got this play, and I know that I've got it gamed. I know I've got it gamed. I've been waiting for weeks. To, I've kept this in my pocket. I know. I know the defense is ready to bite. I just. I. I know it. But you know what? Let's call a different play because Wade's on thin ice. I mean, that's that's this is what you are accusing. I just not, don't. I am just saying. See it. I don't, I don't see it. I'm not don't saying that. See it, and I, I just, don't see it. I just said it was a coincidence. It's it's, it's a very interesting coincidence mm-hmm. that I mean, and the numbers bear it out. It's just a unique coincidence that all of a sudden. Offense, 20 points more or, or 10 points more a game, mm. you know, in the National Football League or nine point, whatever it was, from one guy to the next guy. And I just find that as a, as a huge coincidence. But the main thing is that the Cowboys got their man. I think he was the right man for the job for all the things that you talk about being meticulous. Other than, the guy I thought was best suited for the job would be John Gruden, just my own personal preference there. John not being wanting to be a part of that, understand Jason Garrett was the right guy, I believe, for that job because that team does need the discipline you talk about. It does need all of those things that you mentioned. But I did find it kind of coincidental. But now, now since you're a numbers guy, please go back and look at the defensive numbers mm-hmm. from last year right. and see how, in franchise history, how, how poor they were. They were awful. They were, they were yes. god-awful. So yes. how does he sabotage the defense? I didn't well? say, but it wasn't about sabotaging the defense. It was about the offensive productivity. All I said was I was just amazed at saboteur, where the offensive productivity was. No competition in practice. Set. No competition in practice. But, to, but still, but, but, but I, I say again, though, okay, that's one thing on defense. You guys roll that way. If I'm in control and he was in control. Off of the offense. A, yeah, I was saying of the offense, there were things that were happening that should have been unacceptable no matter what. And here I wondered what we were going to be talking about. How about that? This is neat stuff. That's great stuff. I do like it, and it's worthy of uh, worthy of the seven figure podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Seriously, we could have it, it been. It could have the download could have just happened. We okay. wouldn't even know. That's the problem with this celebration. We just don't know when to pop the cork. We just know in general it's going to. While happen. we're on oh, Dallas, well. can I give you something that that has slipped through everybody's? 
fingers and gone underneath uh, the radar all year. Tony Romo playing golf again? No. no. no? Mike Weisick is back as the strength coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, the guy who's got like a ton of he's got a ton of rings, right? Two teams have won three Super Bowls in four years, and they've had the same strength coach. Now, if you want to get into coincidence, mm-hmm. see, he was your guy. He was your guy in the triplet years. Yep. And, and, and Belichick had him for the three out of four in New England. And New Orleans has won, it, up until their Super Bowl run, had won one playoff game in franchise history. And he just happened to be their strength coach that year, mm. in between Dallas and New Orleans, or Dallas and New England. So what is, is it about Sean, Is that why Sean bought the house in Dallas? Is that what you said? No. Is <laughs> that another podcast? I'm no. Sorry. This, this one, the, 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 now, here's, here's, here's what, so we're going to wrap it all up right here with Des Bryant and uh-huh. Mike Boysick. Okay. Des Bryant is going to have a major, major adjustment when he gets back into that facility because the back of that building will be buttoned down got so to tight. They're going to lock him in. Trust oh, me. He's great. My, my, in the stra- what do you mean I call by that? The, the back of the building is the, the weight room, the training room, right. the equipment room. Um, with, Mike, with Mike there, and, and this is not a knock on Joe Jurassic, uh, Joe was a little bit too nice at times. <laughs> Mike has well, no problem with you. Well, seems to be the running theme. It's a crack the kind of guy over here, man. Gosh. C- C-minus to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. It's a discipline-oriented <laughs> league. The, the, the we discipline. crave discipline. We crave it. It's a discipline-oriented league. It's a results-oriented league. And, again, I'm not well, to keep not- harping on it, but that's why, that's why the whole rookie salary system is totally out of whack. Is you, you, you make uh, all-time uh, highest-paid players out of people who have never done it before. And and this is a league about discipline, hard work, and 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 earning what you get, et cetera, et cetera. But you don't have to be um, a screamer, though. I mean, there there are coaches. There's been a lot of running themes throughout this whole thing. Yeah. So so Wojcik is going to do what? He's going to tell Des. He's going to. The Dallas Cowboys will be tougher, stronger, more fit, more disciplined. And, um, and, Des, and, and Des will still and, be a mess. And Des, Des, Des will still go to still <laughs> go to the mall. <laughs> Des will be a little when, bit a little bit more disciplined. When our friend, when our friend. <laughs> Deion Sanders, who I believe arguably the most forgiving human being on the planet. I agree. I agree. When he... Matter of fact, Dez is the first guy that I can honestly say, and I've known him since he was 17 years old. When he washed his hands of Dez. I've never seen him wash his hands of any player. I'll tell you what, you've known him him since when? Since he was 17. Right. So Deion since 17. Since he was 17. You've known Dez since 17. No, I've known Deion since he was 17 17 years old. Uh, So how how old is Deion now? He's He's 41. 43 or 43? Yeah. Somebody, 42, 43. Wow, yeah. So I've, I've known Dion since he was 38. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say the same thing. There's not a single person he wouldn't lend his hand to, lend his thoughts to. There's not a single person he wouldn't extend. Uh, who, and there's not a single person he would say no if, if a friend of his asked him, can you help this person? Yeah. I mean, I, I swear, I, I, I agree with that. And, and when he washes hands of Dez... It speaks volumes. It does. Yeah, it speaks yeah. volumes. I, I, you know, I hope he gets it worked out, but there's a lot of issues there that, that really professional help, I believe, is required. Wow. Yeah. It mean, would be a shame for him not to reach his, not his, even his full potential, especially since but 80% of his last potential. Year. He, he saw what happened is, last year. He oh, was the oh, most dynamic gosh. player with a star on the side of his helmet. Absolutely. With, there was no one, you know, DeMarcus Ware, when he was fit and healthy, came mm-hmm. close. Uh, there's no one else who came close. No, this guy no. had dog in him, and I and I like I said that was to me was the the most exciting thing that I saw out of the Cowboys all last year was how hard that guy mm. played, how much he wanted to win right. between those lines, and so and it really it, it really saddens me and sickens me mm-hmm. to see all the off the field stuff because I just got a feeling it's going to be before he comes to his senses mm-hmm. something bad is going to happen, that he will not be allowed to come to his senses. This is a fun chat. 
here's the bad news. You've got to go back to your office. You share with Dion. That's about dressed. 20 degrees. Yes. Do you know that? It's not. It's like my jacket. We oh, go back wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. You, the, 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 the office is about 20 degrees temperature when the door's closed, right? Right. When it's open, it's about 100 degrees. Right. You could catch cold being in the office at the wrong time. That is correct. Just come across to Warren's room. Warren's yeah. is always hot. Yeah. No, it's vice versa. What happened the way the whole way it works is the air conditioner only works on one side of the building. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're, that's why you're oh hot. Oh, my God, I'm dying. Warren, yeah, so Warren, Warren just drops it like it's hot. <laughs> yeah, he does. That's Warren. He does. That's Warren. Uh, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. The, the Thank you for having me. I got my fingers crossed. For, for the, to be the seven-figure download. Uh, it's yeah. going to be. It's going to be. There's no question. Right, Chris Law? There's no question. The math, the math, the, the, just the average number of downloads our show's been getting. Yeah, but you say We're Cowboys America's team on top of that. Oh, it's over the, it right top, top. over the top. Over the top. And tell, uh, speaking of tweeting, Aikman. Are yes. you on, by the way, are you on Twitter? No, I'm not. You just monitor the Twitter. I don't. I listen to you guys. Okay. <laughs> Aikman's on Twitter. He tweeted out the other day he's buying a dog. I, uh, I yes, right. I tweeted back at him, rescue Troy. Rescue. Yeah, go with a rescue dog. That's right. So you've got a, a much better pipeline to Troy. Tell him the rescue. I'll let him know. Did, you, uh, did he tweet about his, his marathon did he, did recently? He may have, yeah. I think he did. 142 on a half. He didn't do a full, but he ran, one, he ran 148 last year. He ran really? 142 this year. Hour and 42 minutes. He is the best. Minutes. What you guys have well, done, I mean, all, you, you and Troy, I mean, uh, what you guys do, you're one of the best analysts in the game. He's superb. He is. He's, yeah. he's, he's awesome. Stand. He's awesome at it. Yeah. I know. He carries Joe Buck. Yeah. I told that to Joe. <laughs> they're a good team. They have, they have good chemistry. And that's no, what the no, whole thing is. No, no. And who are, are, you, are you? You and Goose have the best are, chemistry. Are, are, they are, have yeah. good chemistry, but you and, you and Goose and, have. And, yeah. and Kenny Albert? Yeah. You're going to be in there again? We're going to be in there again. Gus, Gus isn't breaking up the team here? Gus is coming into, I think he's going college. He's going to do. The, no, he's going to be the no, voice of college football. he's got to do NFL. There's no way the Fox doesn't put him on But he NFL. fits college if you think about oh, no, of course the he energy does. of, Dude, of yeah, course. Please, yeah. come on. He's the voice of Bryce Drew for crying out loud. But, yeah, I mean. He's not going to do NFL? He's got to do NFL. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't have any inside skin. You don't have any inside I, don't have, I, would, I would think uh, he's going to be their, their lead guy on college yeah. with, uh, with Charles. Which, and that's going to be their team. Charles Davis? Charles Davis. Oh. That's a, that's is a that a of, podcast exclusive? That's a, that's a great – that is a great – well, we That's a great Charles college. Davis. Charles he's Davis is – Gold standard. Charles Davis and, and, uh, and Gus Johnson. Nice. And um, Charles is a little salty about that first day of the – well, anyway. No, no, but the, the, the whole the – whole, the, Gus has got to do the NFL. Sorry. And if anybody's in the sound of my voice, you've got to have Gus in the NFL because bottom line, 80% of the time it's an overtime game. I mean, yeah. just the man opens his voice. I mean, the big thing is, is, is what happens to the NCAA tournament you know, with CBS. You know, can they no, ever... that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's, I don't, that's, I don't that's think so. I don't that's think so. Walk. I think, you know... Once they get you... Yeah, Fox is, Fox is very kind and very generous, but he's not going back to CBS. Well, you're not, you're, not, you're not on another... You're with us. Yeah. But exactly. you're not with another no, over-the-air no. network. No. We can't share can't you that, that way, Moose. That. We get you. Don't, we're, not, we're not letting go of you. That's uh, Daryl Moose Johnston and Jamie Dukes on the Rich Eisen podcast presented by Papa John's. Now let's move on with another NFL network slash Fox analyst, and I'm mandated to put it in that order here, obviously, being an NFL media product. Uh, welcome for the very first time solo to the Rich Eisen right. podcast. Right, did, did a duo with Jim Morrow before. Good to see you, Brian Bill. Very good. Good to see you. You are cooking, man. A million A million, million downloads. downloads. It could be happening, again, right now. We don't do know. I get steak knives for that? Do I get, a, like, a prize? No, or? you do You do get uh, some Papa John's pizza. Oh, very good. If you're interested. Lifetime free subscription no, to uh, Rich Eisen uh, yes, podcast. <laughs> It's called I'm the not sub- greedy. It's called the subscribe button on, oh, on your okay, iTunes. Okay. <laughs> it's I called- see you learn something every day. Yeah. Yeah. So um here's a, here's the first question I have for you. 
because I, I, I pounded the table for this last week, and I'd love to get your thoughts. Uh, being a former Super Bowl winning head coach and part of the uh, not former, they, I, they didn't take it away from me. Well, wait, I still have Super the ring. Bowl, that's true. That's true. A former <laughs> head coach, but always they, they can't take that's it away right. from me. They Super try, Bowl. but they can't. See, I you, you, no, it can't slip anything by you there. So you being a Super Bowl winning head coach and somebody who's been deeply involved in the talent evaluation portion and a draft day. And also, though, a television broadcaster. How about that? You sat next to me for the last two drafts mm-hmm. on NFL Network coverage. It's driving me nuts that players, draftees, are learning that they are now in the National Football League from the teams, not from the commissioner's announcement. It's driving me absolutely crazy. It's driving anybody yeah. who watches the draft crazy. We had <clears throat> we talked about this. We, sh- we had a split screen when Marcel Darius was drafted. The commissioner is saying the words with the, f- with the third pick in the NFL draft. As he's saying those words, Marcel Darius is getting up and putting on his jacket. Yeah. Now, to me... I agree. This is driving me crazy. But what you have to do, because the first thing you do when you know you're going to draft a guy, mm-hmm. you get him on the phone. Because every team has that horror story of the, the guy was hit by a bus the night before. You know, the guy blew it, and, and, but you want to, and you want to also, particularly now, not necessarily in the early first round, but from that point on, you're on the phone, has anybody called you? With someone else, you know, you're 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 debating with someone else trying to jump in here, particularly late in the draft. But you find that out from the prospect himself. Yeah, at times, yeah. But I agree with you. You want because what do you tell these kids every time? Get make sure your DVR is going because you know he's going to miss it because right. he's on the phone with you. And then you, and all the things well, going on. Well, but the on. whole thing though is that it's it because it, the the draft is is now a television show. It's a TV show. Yeah, that's I'm what it you. is because because uh, again, I don't mean to keep repeating myself, but I will if. If it wasn't a television show, and if it wasn't something that the league is trying to put on to drum up interest in the middle of the off season, then you could put in. You I mean your computer guy an encrypted website? Oh, we all thirty two teams going. You we point could do and a click. draft in about four hours, right? Just, but how much fun's that? Done Jeez. exactly. You yeah, could point no and click fun. on your on your guy, and, yeah. and you move on. <laughs> that's exactly, exactly. What it would that's be. what you could do, and and but but that's not the way it is. So. If it is a television show, then we need to yes. institute this rule. You tell me if the coaching and talent evaluation community would have a conniption. I think based on your first answer, they would. You can't call your prospect until the announcement. Well, and I would I would say you're okay with that because if you're worried about the guy, just turn on the TV. You can see him. Because that's always that's the mentality. i got to make sure this guy's a walking, breathing, sentient being. You're really that concerned not, that he is, he is expired? You, you, that's, the, that's the story you get. You, you get that. I, that's the God's honest truth. But you're right. For your, those 20-odd guys that are up in the booth, you're right. Turn on the TV. The guy's sitting he's there. Sitting he's right okay. There. Great. Let's leave him alone. Let's let it be a surprise. You know what? It also it's the agents. The agents want to make sure, hey, I got you this. You're, you, I, you're covered. They've been. You're right. I mean, I agree with you 100. But the agents can't can't. If the commissioner and the NFL gave a rule that when you're on the clock, you may not contact a draftee or a prospect. You may not. You can call him before he's on the clock. You could call up your guy and say, "Hey, are you breathing? Are you live? Or or you are can, you? You can you... block. I mean, we have the technology. It can be done to block cell phone. Just make it a yeah. cell phone, <laughs> cell phone free zone, right? And yeah, just no one can get through. Because to me, it's, oh, I agree it's, with it's you. Ru- I'm it's with you. So, I remember so you, you talking about. So that. you don't think the the if the league made that rule, you don't think general managers or coaches would oh, say, I "Hold think... on, wait a minute, go to the competition committee and no, say, hold no, on, wait they, a minute." No, they'd scream like stuck pigs. They would. Yeah, yeah. They, they, you can't do that to us. We gotta. Plus, they like to, you know, owners like that too. 
they love to get that kid on the phone and, and hear that excitement. Oh, of course. Or you, no, I know that. But the know, kid will still be excited thing. after he's in Radio City Music Hall. He, we, we at home still get the reaction of him being emotional, which is what we're, what we're looking for. That's why we're putting cameras in kids' houses. That's why we have as many young men at Radio City Music Hall to celebrate that moment with them. They still have that moment. We as fans are just as surprised. I mean, the Jake Locker pick was the whoa moment. Oh, gosh. you know why? Because we nobody had a camera in Jake Locker's house. Jake Locker refused to let any cameras in his house live. We've gotten video since then. But, you know what we had so, to do? Here's what we're going to do. What are we going to do? The league meeting. We're mm-hmm. going to take you to the league meeting. Okay. We've got all 32 coaches in mm-hmm. the same room. Right. I've seen this done now. Mm-hmm. We're going to put you up there, give this impassioned yeah, plea. I'll do it. And I want you to see the blank stares of 32 <laughs> sets of eyes going like, are you out of your friggin' mind? Hey, I am not out of my friggin' mind. And and if, if I do get like that needle ripping off the record, dead silent <laughs> there moment, will be. the crickets it in the room, be. I'll then say, now about this tuck rule. <laughs> yeah. I now let me get down to the tuck rule now. I had Just to give you an example, uh-huh. uh, we had a former PR guy. That got up and and because we get briefings on on different things about the league and the PR guys get up there and it's basically right. a and the NFL Network and all the media people to get up to say hey just work with us on this and yeah. we'll cover you on that and the PR guy and it had to do Marty Schottenheimer was was out of the league at the time mm-hmm. and and he was trying to be just just you know a generous guy and saying well of course you all know Marty I worked with Marty for years and of course we know it's 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 Marty's got to be back in the league he just you know he's going to be back he he needs to be back in the league. And when, when he went on about a story, Dan Reeves, who was in the league that raised the story, mm-hmm. says, um, which one of us are you going to get rid of to bring Marty back into this room? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure we're clear cut because it's all about, you know, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, the field you're talking to, that means one of us has got to right. go. It's musical chairs. That's right. If there's a empty Somebody's chair Somebody's chair got empty. Interesting. So, okay, then one last on this. So you think there would be blowback? There would be blowback. Yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm with you. I got your back on that. I'm with you. I'm and, right there and there, would, you. and there would definitely be some GM saying, all right, you turn the combine into a television show. Now you're turning the draft into television. What, what's not a television show? Where, where can I do my work? I mean, is, is, that, the, is that the mentality? Here's your, here's your comeback. Yeah. Carolina, tell you what. You know where some of that $50 million you got to give Cam Newton's coming from? Yeah, the television deal. How about you chip in a little bit? There you go. This is your chip in. Brian, it's got to happen, man. Because it's, I'm with you. I know. I remember you talking about If the is inviting 25 young men yeah, to the draft, it's getting for bigger. For the emotion of it. Skype. For you can the, Skype into you. living room nouns. There's more you. and more people. And the, the and have you ever had a conversation with a kid that you're drafting that couldn't have been you couldn't have had it five minutes later? After the no, announcement, no, I mean, no, 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 particularly in that <clears throat> circumstance, because you're only talking like, like I said, the twenty kids. Yeah, but you're also and you're saying, are you ready, son? Uh huh. Yeah. Can you, you ready to be a Raven, son? You know, or Viking. You know, I that, mean, and that's selfish. You enjoy that, you course, know. And, but and, you could still have it. it the sure, kid will yeah. still be emotional five minutes later, right? Yeah, I'm with you. I got you okay, back on that. Good. I'm, All right. I'll, so we're, we're locked stack. You. So yeah. when I'm up in the room in front of the thirty-two <laughs> coaches, I'm standing behind you, going, no. <laughs> I'm with you guys. No You're giving the way. cut symbol on the throat. Oh, no way. Get him off. <laughs> oh, man. So I've got my draft boards here because I knew you'd be prepared. I'm surprised you, you didn't bring your computer those. in here. I got it all in my Because, I mean, you're, 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 you and your iPad. I was iPadded up. Yeah. That and my nuclear alarm that went off on yeah, my mat. That's right. Your BlackBerry went off during a broadcast. <laughs> Normally, that's that's a ten uh, no fifteen dollar fine. It's five dollar it really? fine for just having it on. Ten dollars if it goes off when you're taping something. Fifteen if you're live. The live phone TV was off. It was expensive. the alarm that went off. It That's wasn't true. The phone. That's true. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll knock it down to ten. Uh, I've got my draft boards here. Uh, which 
now that we're two weeks removed, uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on on um, on which which draft pick if you could choose one of the two hundred and fifty four that were made. <sighs> well, you know, you, you, you the back end of it. Who knows? Where, where's Tom Brady in that? You know, sixth round this right. year. I mean, who knows? You were great in that Brady documentary, by the way. Oh, well, that was, I mean, that was, I was living. I just it. saw that a couple of weeks ago. My too. daughter just emailed me a uh, a bit about dad. What would our life be like now had you not taken Chris Redman mm-hmm. in the third round and taken Tom Brady? You know, I said thanks a lot, honey. Do you I think? Do you that. think uh, while we're on the subject, do you think he would have succeeded in any of those spots if he if if the Cleveland Browns you know, drafted him instead of Spurgeon? Win? I mean, you know what I loved about that that bit though, and I th- it was a great piece. You could see mm-hmm. Tom Brady wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. As you, you could see the throwing action, how frail he looked. You can see why we, as an entire league, and I thought the piece Bill was Walsh very included. good. That Bill oh, Walsh Bill included. had exactly right, and and even the the New England Patriots let him go for five rounds, and 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 Bill Belichick, to his credit, it's not like you're thumping the chest. Yeah, we knew he were, you know, he was going to be a great. He was taken at the right spot. Mm-hmm. He is a it is a magical story of a guy that just craft. You know, he had the brain power you knew he had the will he just did not have the physical skills and you can't find anybody that says oh yeah i knew this guy was going to be a great guy it's a great story because he simply willed and worked himself into that position and that's a rare combination and we all hold on to that ron wolf legendary in my book uh, general manager for the green bay packers um got to the point where he firmly i'm gonna take a flyer i don't care how many Brett Favre's I have or how deep I am. And I got Aaron Brooks and I got Hasselbeck or I got, you know, the, the long list of, of quarterbacks they've had there. I'm always taking a quarterback on the second, well, what used to be the second day now. So now the third day. Fifth, sixth, seventh threat. Take a flyer. Because if, if I'm right once in 15 picks mm-hmm. and I happen to get that Tom Brady yeah, player. Right. How ahead of the curve am I? That's why the Bears maybe get Enderly, you know, in the late rounds, or because you, know, you never know. Cutler take, could turn into take a shot. Could turn into uh, could but, get Mo Lewis at some point, and he could turn into the Bledsoe. This to, to answer your question, because uh, there was a question in there. Yeah. Um, Do you think he would have been as good anywhere in any of those situations? You know what? Uh, keep in mind now that that Bill Belichick was on a bit of a hot seat now. You know, oh, because yeah, sure. remember there was kind of anarchy going on. In that he had let some veteran players go. He came Malloy. from Cleveland. Didn't start out well there. Blitzo was kind of on the back end. And then it, once it snowballed, you, uh, you talk about changing a single play or sequence of things and mm-hmm. how fate totally changes. Would it have happened someplace else? Would he have been given an opportunity mm-hmm. to go in and develop a la Aaron Rodgers? Right. Or those lack of physical skills? I don't know. I don't know. That's, a, that's an interesting question. In terms of the draft, to, for my money, mm-hmm. the rich got richer. I didn't see anything in the top half of the draft where they and there were some great players taken where you go, boy, A.J. Green goes to Cincinnati, they're in the playoffs. They're good to go. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I think what you saw was some good players getting pushed back. Costanza going to Indianapolis. You know, uh, Prince of Mucamara going to the, the New Giants, York Giants. Yeah. How about uh, my favorite, Ingram going to the New Orleans Saints. You talk about a great player. That's devalued. We've talked about it many times. Running backs devalued because of the league, not because he's a bad player, but mm-hmm. the league devalues running backs. Right. Uh, that a team like the New uh, the New Orleans Saints, that really the, the huge missing agreement was agree- ingredient last year was for them not running the ball. Now gets Ingram with a late first round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the rich got richer. Yeah, and Ingram now the question is with Bush that eleven million dollar 
numbers. Well, and that's the regardless ticket. of what the rules are going to be. I right, mean, eleven yeah. million bucks is where he fits in the offense because in their championship year, his role versus Pierre Thomas mm-hmm. and and uh, the combination. You know, the, the role is the same, but you're right. Do I pay eleven million dollars for that role? Because it's going to be the same. No, but he could. I mean, if he, if he doesn't stay in New Orleans, I mean, he could be a major piece to a lot of puzzles in the NFL right now. I mean, you, I read an article where there's you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen different teams that oh, were mentioned. Sure. I mean, the Rams were one of them. But for eleven million? No, of course not. See, no, no, see, no, no. I'm not talking about that. But I mean, if if he because he could just basically uh, a Florio of Pro Football Talk this week basically said if he wants out, all he's got to do is nothing. Just sit there and say, "Pay me my 11. Right, he will get out of New Orleans. Right, uh, you know, I mean, but New Orleans of- will come back and be in the mix and saying, "Look, okay, if you think you can get eleven, God love you, but mm-hmm. we'll give you." I don't know what the number is, right. six, seven. Right. Right. That's a pretty good payday for a situational player. Mm-hmm. But it is a big key part, and and they'll put it out there, and they'll be competitive. The problem is, and I've seen it a thousand times, he's going to take a pay cut. Okay, that 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 goes, I think, without saying. Can you go back into the same locker room with right. a reduced status? And, and unfortunately, the money dictates that. Mm-hmm. I can go into a new team for, I'll, I'll put a number on it, $5 million a year. And, 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 boy, I'm the conquering hero, and I'm the savior, and this is great, and we can do that. Do I go back into my same locker room with a diminished payday, with a diminished role? Not necessarily a role, but... My status has changed. That's hard to do. Let's put some of these uh, draft stories in the in the in the frame of reality. Being a lockout, uh, d- do um, Mike Munchak and or Leslie Frazier in their first bites at this apple full time? Do they really go ahead? And the doors open up and say locker ponder first team. Do they really do something ah, like that. Uh, you know, I'm the firm believer in you, you, to learn. You got to play. Um, we went through a stage where. Uh, no, you ruin them that way. But then we had the run of Joe Flacco, Matt Ryan, Stafford, Sanchez. Big Ben. Uh, at, at Roethlisberger. Or, and that kind of fell into that mm-hmm. one, really. Uh, but but Bradford. So it's now, no, no, no. And look how far ahead of the curve we are now that they played, took their lumps, learned early. Um, so we've gone through that. That was my problem this, with the quarterbacking core this year in the draft. But didn't Even just, given that, we, we were making all these excuses. Right. Well, we really shouldn't start this guy. We should sit this guy for a while. I have a tough time saying, we think this guy's the franchise quarterback. I'm going to take him with number one and Cam, Cam Newton. I'm going to take Locker at number eight. I'm going to take Blaine Gabbert at number 10. I'm going to take Jake, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, Christian Ponder at 12. I'm going to give them from $50 million probably to in the range of $15 million guaranteed. Just sit down, son. Yeah, sit down not, I know, but of all the guys that you just named, um, a lot of those teams were, were ready-made on defense. A lot of those teams, uh, Ravens, uh, Falcons. Exactly right. I mean, not the Falcons, but the Jets, the Steelers for sure. Um, the Vikings might, because they, yes. they had some issues on the back end now. But they're a good, of those teams right. that took a quarterback, they're, they're clearly the best team. They're the team that you can say, Ponder, you go learn. So people are always asking. Go to the game of school management and don't fail. We'll Look get, at what Brett, and that's going to be the question of Christian Ponder. They're going to say, you know what, we're good enough, like the Baltimore Ravens were when they took Joe Flacco. We're going to put him in here. Son, you're going to throw it 25 times a game. You're mm-hmm. going to hand it to Adrian Peterson. You're going to not take chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and like Brett Favre, two years ago, managed the game beautifully. The key was Brett Favre on those three or four or five throws when you got to win the game. you got to make those throws. 
Brett Favre pulled it out, had the magical year in the 2009 season, goes to the championship game. Can Christian Ponder do that? That's a lot to put on a young man. And that division, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> the defending Super Bowl champs are only getting better. They had a pretty good draft, too, Green Bay. I mean, well, that's a lot obscene. Of always, it's I mean, obscene. They, they, are, they ought to and... run Ted Thompson and Mike McCarthy out of the league just for, for, obscen- <laughs> for, just for an absolutely obscenely brilliant drafting and piecing of a team. I'll tell you what's got me excited mm-hmm. about the Green Bay Packers. Typically, when you win a championship, You've you've had a pretty charmed year. Mm-hmm. Things have kind of fallen your way. You've stayed relatively healthy, and the difficulty in repeating is that it usually doesn't go that way. Now you have a little bit more rash of injuries. Things don't quite fall your way. Well, you talk about teams that didn't fall. Things didn't fall your way. Green mm-hmm. Bay Packers, by sheer odds, given the injuries they had, the difficulties in scheduling they had this year, if all things being equal. They're going to have a cakewalk to the Super Bowl. They're ready to roll. They're ready to roll. I mean, you're getting Jermichael Finley, Nick Barnett, um, uh, Ryan Grant. These guys are bench, coming back. I know their bench played last year. Exactly I mean, their, right. Their developmental players got that. You talk about you only can learn by playing. Those guys not only played last year, they won That's the Super Bowl reserve. while doing it. I, I, and now if some of those guys fall back on the depth chart or some of those guys now have to be starters based on whatever free agency uh, happens or or whatever, the, however the chips fall, whenever the business of the league opens up again. Uh, and Randall Cobb, I mean, in that offense too, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Before, uh, before we, we uh, let you go here, I'd love to get some thoughts from you on what you're hearing from your brethren in the coaching community yeah, right now. It's... As we are hitting, we are, I mean, it, we're, we were talking about this earlier. We would both sign on the dotted line right now oh. for a June 15th resolution of this lockout I would, right I would now, do right? a deal with the devil, the Faustian deal with the devil to on guarantee the spot, that right, right now. So what are, what are, what are, the, what are your, what are well, your brethren spent, in the, in the coaching community? I was just down community. in San Diego yesterday visiting with Norv Turner and obviously visiting with a lot of coaches. Here's, here's the big issue that's got me concerned. Because right. we knew, everybody said, well, how does it feel different going into the draft? Well, nothing felt different. You were doing the same thing you always did. You were focused on the draft. And right. I knew five minutes after the draft was over, now it gets different because now where you change into I get my hands on these young guys and here's the OTA and here's the teaching progression, the veterans come in, that all changes. What are they doing with themselves? You right walk now? around that office. Norv had to bring in pizza for the club because here's the worst thing. You know, when the players are in town, mm. the club eats now. You get breakfast and lunch at, the, at work right. every day. The, the, your, your workforce loves it. Well, the players aren't there. So the Spanos buffets out, so, out the door right now? So Norv had pizza pumped in for everybody in the organization. But here's the biggest concern I have, Rich, for the coaches. And I'm going to be selfish from the coaches' sure, perspective. Sure, yeah, that's what I asked. <clears throat> Typically, coaches go to OTAs. You're done about the middle of June. You get usually five weeks off. And you need it, man, because once training camp starts now, you talk about a 24-7 job. Coaches will not have a day off, literally, till next year. Mm-hmm. Players get it off, but the coaches don't. So you got to recharge your battery, get away, be with your family, have your abbreviated summer, come back ready to go in training camp. Well, now here's what's going to happen. We're on this watch, okay? Is it going to happen now? Okay, is it going to happen June 1? Mm. So we're all ready for this to pounce on. We can't wait to get ready to go with the, the rookies in particular. All right, now we're waiting until June 1. Okay, it doesn't happen. Well, um, i got to wait now because I can't let my coaches take June off because if all of a sudden it hits, we got to be ready to go. Now it's July 1. Now I've been sitting around for all of May and June. My mm. coaches have been in. We've already looked at the film a thousand times. Uh, we're, we're anxious, but now, but I can't let you go now because if the agreement comes in July 1, July 15, July 28th, even let's say it is July 1st, 
great. We're back to work. But now i got to have abbreviated OTAs. I'm going to butt it up against training camp. Coaches are going to have no time off this So year. that's what – there would be OTAs on the spot? On the spot? I can't imagine. I Unfortunately – Because you got to have free agency too, right? Well, that's the next question. If it is July 1 – let's say it's July 15th. Let's do it. Okay. Because, again, we've signed the piece of paper. Okay, so we're that's our startup date. Well, you're right. Okay, what, i I got to be given X amount of time to sign my guys first. Right. So we're going to give us a week. So I have from the 15th to 21st to get my guy signed. Not going to happen. So now I've got, and I'm going to start camp on the 28th. Right, pretty much, right? So I got one week. Now I'm scrambling for free agency to make that happen. It's probably still, now I'm starting camp without my guys because if you're going to be a free agent and you're unsigned, you're not coming to camp. So now I don't, and and oh, by the way, I'm signing a bunch of college free agents because I got enough training camp. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, and here's the biggest concern for coaches. Okay, our time frame is July 15th. We have a normal training camp. Well, that's a normal training camp without those 1,000 plays I got to run in OTAs. So now I've got to get an entire team ready. I'm going to push them a little harder. And I, I was so fortunate. I was honored to go down to Fort Benning, Georgia last weekend. General Brown invited me down to be around the troops. And I'm visiting with a master sergeant. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about the teaching sequence. They're throwing grenades. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Serious stuff. And he's talking about the sequence. And he says, look, you just can't rush the sequence. Because the next time, because somebody's going to get killed. Yeah. So there is a teaching sequence that can't be violated. Well, obviously, far less dangerous circumstances. Uh, The concept is the same. The concept, you can't rush the process. So you're going to have more. If we start training camp with no OTAs, I don't care what these players are doing on their own and collectively and working out, we're going to have more veterans get hurt. Um, it's like the holdout that comes in a training camp yeah, and think in two weeks. There's always that soft tissue injury Everything. that hits late August. And then by week seven, you're on pup. Or if you're not, you're week six, week seven, you're still on the injury report. And This is uncharted territory. And as much as the coaches oh, are going, we're going to be mess. smart about this. We're going to, we're not going to rush it. But that clock is ticking and I'm kicking off on the 9-9-11. And I know what I have to be and where I have to be. Yeah. Plus, are we going to see a tangible difference in the game? Yeah, because you know what? It's going to be the little things. How much have you actually worked your two-minute or four-minute offense? That Hail Mary pass. Uh, all the little things more you penalties, do. More penalties. Oh, absolutely. Think. It'll just be uh, a little ugly. Guys will jump on yeah, the line because yeah. they don't know the snap count because they're not too confident in the playbook because they haven't really been in it. I mean, here, here, if just on the first aspect of things, if I'm a head coach, I'm telling my guys to go now. Some are doing that. They have to. Some are actually taking time happen. off here it's and not there. You're exactly I know, right. It's not going to happen right. until this Eighth Circuit rules. It's just really not going to happen. The I, smart I mean, guys have done just great. that. And let's say they do it. I am. Then I'll, I'll tell my owner and say, listen, man, uh, I apologize, but we got to get our guy back from Turks and Caicos, or we got to we got to pull my special teams coach off the beach at get Sandals. Get that private G three crate. You, you know what and... I mean? Like, what, let, you know, like whatever it costs for the ticket. You know. Let him go, and and if you got to pull him off vacation, then then it, it the ultimate it is what it is. But let him go now. I mean, let him go. And a lot now. are a lot are they taking this right time now. right now because and even with that, it's still. And again, I'm being uh, protective of coaches, but okay, go home and tell your wife. You know that trip we planned all year for, and uh, no, we're going to Europe. No. Yeah, sorry, man, it's not happening. Go tell your kids. You know, we're going to go to Disney World. Oh, oh sorry, ain't no. going to happen. And, and that, you know what, there's an accumulative drain to that. I just, November and December, you're going to have a bunch of T.O. worn out, emotionally frayed coaches. So, you really are. So, um, 2011 is already affected the playing season right uh, now. Right now. Well, on our time frame, July 15th, yeah. we still have time. If we, if this can get done by June 1. No way. 
There's no way. I mean, the Eighth you Circuit is ruling better. June 3rd. Yeah. They, they, uh, they're not even ruling. I'm sorry. They're, they're listening yeah. to the oral arguments June 3rd. That angst and that it, I'm talking about, you're right. It, it has already affected the season. How can we end this and not, not a bummer? What you know what? I, I had a dream the other night. Okay. I just, uh, care, well, no. <laughs> I had a second dream, okay, after the first dream. Okay. And I don't know what prompted I thought, how great would it be? I forget what I was watching that prompted this. The Judge Nelson comes back. She has the authority to do this. Says, okay, tell you what, here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Roger Goodell, you pick somebody. He'd probably pick Jeff Pash. Mm-hmm. De- Demora Smith, you pick someone. Kessler or Burleson. I'll be quick. Okay? It would be an or. We got a four-man cell in Leavenworth. Mm-hmm. You guys are in lockdown mode till this thing's done. You're living in the same cell. Like, four bunks. Could it be Vic's cell? Could it be Michael Vick's how, actual how cell? How fitting would that be? Okay. And you all give you all the resources you want. We'll give uh-huh. you visitation rights, but you're staying there until this thing's done. And no conjugal visits. No, co- absolutely. Because <laughs> then, you know, I mean, that'll be gone in two <laughs> seconds flat. Yeah. Don't you think? Uh, can she really? She, you, she can do that? Sure. She can slap. Contempt of court. You're in contempt of court. How are they in contempt of court? Just because, put- just because you're too stupid to get this deal done. <laughs> And I'm, I'm What's the legal precedence? The, the stupidity the act stupidity. Of, of, of 1912, the right? very, the very small you, fine print of the Stupidity Act. If right. you're a bartender and you serve someone who's inebriated a drink, you're libelous. You're, you're lying. Right? Right. You're, you're, you give a, somebody stupid see, uh, the room. To, there you go. You see, we get, this thing done. we get this thing done easily. Good to see you. All right, man. I love having you on. Perfect. Uh, we'll do coach. it again. That, I'll, do, I'll be you, here on the next million. When you get to two million. With two million. Give me a when call. are you back in studio? You're that, one of the... Are you, you're, uh, when are you I, back in you studio? You know what? Here? I don't know. I, uh, that's a good yeah. one. This, there is so much going on in the league right now. Yeah, it's hard for me to stay away. <laughs> I don't know if I can refer to myself between now and the beginning of the season. Coach Brian Billick on the Rich Eisen podcast presented by Papa John's. All right. And we wrap up this very special edition of the Rich Eisen podcast with... Uh, Two of my colleagues who who mean so much to me personally, and I think this podcast would be different without their contributions to this podcast. And by contributions, I mean talking to me. <laughs> That's Kara Henderson laughing. Good to see you, Kara Henderson. It's even better to see the other person. Let's be honest. I know that. Well, as you as I told you this week, I don't know if you're aware. I may have uh, made made you aware of this final now current mystery guest. That's not so mystery anymore. Uh, this is uh, this week. This show will go over one million downloads. One million downloads. I could not have a show that goes over the one million download mark. Is that like McDonald's when they put up like one million served? One million downloads. Remember they actually served. used to count, and then after a while they're like, Billion, billions, and billions. billions and billions. Jason the Worm Wormser in the flesh Yay. from the Fox Soccer Channel. Formerly of NFL Network. I can't let you go very long with that. Good to how's, see you. How's the love life going there, Wormy? Are we going right in? Well, I mean, you figure, you know. Are you podcast, going right? I mean, warm well, him I up wanna, a little bit. Well, you know, I know you used to, you usually like to Pearl Harbor him. Hey, basically I like, was, I, I, let's start, let's start easy here. Okay. Even though th- this could be, that could have been an easy question, but <laughs> let's start easier. Um, how's the soccer business treating you? It's been great. It's yeah. been, we've been, we're in our Super Bowl run here. We're basically in our playoffs. Yeah. Because we're at the end of the. English Premier League season. We've already there's been some relegation going on. We have no no one's been relegated. That's the beauty of it. There's been no relegation yet, and with two weeks to go, two Mm -hmm. matches left, it's going to be wild. It's going to be it's the greatest thing. I've always said it would save baseball if they had an American League and a National League separate, so all the big name clubs, Mm -hmm. big money clubs play in the we'll call it the American League. Mm -hmm. The worst team goes down to the National League. I think it's brilliant. 
The Give National League winner. The National League winner goes so up. So all the big market Major League Baseball clubs would play in the Money League. Yes. Let's just call it that. The Money League. Uh, they have league. They have league. And there's the Have Not League. Like the Marlins and all those. And the winner. Mm-hmm. The winner of the Have Not League goes, goes to the up. Have. And, and, the, and the, loser. the second and third place teams play a five-game playoff in October as they go up. The second and third place, or the second, or we'll call it 14 and 15 teams right. in the Good League, or the Money League. Money League. Best of five to stay up. To stay up. You want tears and emotion. Oh, because the whole next year. Unbelievable. Because basically you have to go to Q school to get back basically. in anyway. Like you're not on television. You get no money. It's yeah, great. But, but Never happened. Th- that, would that happen here? In, in, well, if in they the had United a brain, States? If, it, if they had a brain, it would happen. If they had a brain. Bones back, everybody. I don't know if you. <laughs> Are you referring to Bud, Bud Selig as the scarecrow? No, I mean, Bud, or... Bud's trying to get. <laughs> is, you know, that, is that what Bud, I just Bud's, heard? Right Bud, there? Bud's putting out the you know the ten game, ten the ten team yeah, wild card and all whatever. What about football doing that? You think they should be relegation? Oh, can you imagine week seventeen with like I don't know? Let's call it. You have one mat. You have one game where it's uh, you have Carolina's playing a division game yeah. and Denver's playing the division game. And they're like looking at each other. Loser goes down. Tears. But it's it, all about tears. Or you have lose- a team like the Cowboys that has a terrible season and oh. gets relegated. Can you imagine? Yes. Oh, See, there'd Lottie. be something to play for. And, it never but, happened. But in this respect, hold on a minute. Would the team that gets relegated mm-hmm. to the next league uh, have a chance at the next year's Super Bowl, though? No. They could so win their group. See, but that, then they have to move up. I don't like that. Then. No, no. You have to but earn your way back into the league. I understand I think, that. No, but... I think one team should make it into the playoffs from the have-nots. No. Yeah. Right? And then you can, yeah, like, because... and then it could be like the Cinderella. See, that's Cinderella the American story. way. That's the American way, Worm. Be like the VCU. Saying. You could go from rags to riches. It's the American story. It's the Kurt Warner story. Maybe. It's the it's this Jimmy Worth Stewart story. I, mean, well, you I don't take, even know if he went well, from say, rags to riches. Take, I just thought that was just the most American take, name I could think of. For example, right now you could take the Marlins and put them in that, like, the top three from the Let's big money. Let's talk football. Talk football. What do you mean? Let's take which team? The Carolina Panthers. No, 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 no. You, you couldn't do it that way. You'd have to, again, you'd have to split... The NFL into two 16-team leagues. So it would be it would be whoever finished 17th. Well, I, got right. the, I got the no, draft no. right here. The 17th, uh, the Patriots were. No, the, the Raiders were 17th. Right, so if the Raiders won, right. won we'll call it the the UFC, uh-huh. whatever, whatever we'll call it, the, yeah. B, the BFC. Uh-huh. They won that group. Right. They could be put into a playoff because they're automatically, they automatically advance up. Yeah. Okay, they automatically go into the, the, the higher-rated league. Right. And it could be in some sort of playoff. To mm-hmm. really, maybe you could reward them with that. Yeah, okay. Sure. All right. Relegation is the greatest. It is. It is. It is on because it. It's all about money. You're talking about a team that's going to lose ninety million dollars if they don't stay up in the Premiership. Mm-hmm. So you had me at the emotion and everything. Oh, no, it's all about money. about money. And I got really. But there's tears. The best of the fans. The fa- are, They have their transistor radios because all the games are played at the same time. On the final Sunday on oh. May 22nd. So they sit there with their transistor radio. Are we up? We there was a couple of years ago a group called a team called West Bromwich Albion. They had to win mm-hmm. to stay up. They were tied all the way and they were playing to injury. Tied's no good. Tied does, does them no good. They know. The can other you, teams have won. Can you pull the goalie? In, in, they they, uh, brought, in they brought everybody, everybody up. Everybody they brought up. everybody up. They scored on the last kick of the game. People poured out like it was. A Hollywood you know, movie. It was like a, it was it was right. It was like Rudy. Mm. It was like the Revolution. Did, it was unbelievable. Now here's the ultimate question: How did the Fox Soccer Channel cover the royal wedding? We didn't. Oh, the <laughs> other. 
Did you see the? Just, I, this is why. Yeah, but, but when but it's on television, when you get that like, reaction, Nigel Spackle right there. was there. Nigel Spackle was there. He went from he went between Tripoli and Bahrain and Egypt. And Indonesia. He's been a busy. And the Congo. Nigel's he, been everywhere. He has been, I mean, dangerous. Spackling the have, globe. He's, he's been, been spackling the globe. Spot, so Can you speak. please, for my one millionth downloaded yes. podcast, uh, uh, get Nigel... Uh, in studio right now. I mean, if you can get him in, the, Hello, Rich! And, and with the royal wedding coverage. Well, how, no, how, he, how did he, Nigel cover the uh, royal? Uh, Rich, royal uh, you should know that I was invited by the royals. I wasn't covering it. I was invited. Okay. And okay. I wore one of those fakakta hats. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel is speaking Yiddish at yes. the royal wedding. Is that what the? <laughs> and he'll be at. The, he'll be at, and, and Nigel's going to be at Wembley. Did he go with Pippa? Was he Pippa's date? Maybe. Maybe. That, that'd be a nice date. Yeah, for Nigel, he's going to be at the at the at Wembley again for the uh, Champions League final, which you can see on Fox. How have you not brought Nigel Spackle to the Fox Soccer Channel? How's that not happened? You're in charge, right? You could make that happen. Yeah, but we don't really have an outlet for him, a proper outlet. Really? Yeah, unfortunately. So, so you don't have a podcast? We do not have a podcast <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet, it would be good. <sighs> Nigel Spackle back, everybody. The f- what do you have? What do you have yeah. written down I, I there? I have my, my, my peeps. That, that, You've that got I, three names written on a piece names. of paper. Well, I need to make sure that I remember exactly who, because I sent a thing out that it first what, three what you, people. What, what's a thing? I sent a tweet. Ah. A tweet. Okay. That the first three people to tweet me back that enjoy your podcast, that they would it's, get a little shout It's really out. our podcast. It's our podcast. It, you know, and it's theirs too, because these are all very. Yes, you know, it's theirs. They have ownership. Is, they do. They're, the, they're, this is like the Green Bay Packers. This is now, like the Green Bay Packers. Now that's here. odd that I said they have ownership. If they really had ownership, I would have said we have ownership, right? Do you yeah. follow me along? Word? Sure. That was a kind of a. That's uh, odd. No bleat, like you know the groundlings and yes, you exactly. And... So so people tweeted you so, back. So oh my gosh, it was like a, it was a, a frenzy. A frenzy. A feeding frenzy, and I felt bad for like the fifth and the sixth person, and, and then everybody rules. starts making their, you know their 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 logical plays for it. Like I'm all the way in England. We have a there's a lot of people all... in England that download your. Podcast. I'm thinking about a tweet up. The, well, I'm going to be in London. The Brits in the the United the Kingdom. The Brits Actually, love well, them. Some the Rich Eisen podcast. Well, because they follow me and they follow you. Oh, so <laughs> in I that know. order? In that order? And there's no Karen. <laughs> Karen's really not followed. I, okay, I'm, I need. I'm too I'm short of five. About a tweet okay, up. remember when you a guys? Tweet up? I'm thinking a about British, a, tweet up. A, a, a London tweet up. Yes, a UK soccer NFL tweet up. Your head's gotten kind of big in, worm in your time no, away. At the, no, no, because it's the only time I can actually do something. You know, no, I think that his head, his head just looks big because of the mung. I do have the mung. You're, you're fighting. <laughs> you're, you're podcasting through. You're, you're fighting it today. I'm huh? fighting through it. Yeah. A tweet up in London. Uh-huh. Tweet up. What is a tweet up? I don't even know what that is. You never heard of a tweet up? No. Where you go out and say, hey, everybody, let's meet oh, at this yeah. place. So Peter King has them all. So the Jim Irsay, basically. So, <laughs> so, so, so folks in the greater, yeah. greater London area. Yes. Like the 23rd or 24th of May. Well, you need to be a little bit more exact for a tweet up where you can't well, give I mean, a 48 I'm, hour I'm, period. You've got to, be... you got to give an exact time and date for the, for the tweet I, up. You know, where, like, where would you do have it now? Where would you have your tweet up? Do it now. Maybe at a curry house. I'm not sure. No, not really. Do I don't now. know. I have no idea where we go. What do you mean? Because I haven't been there in like eight years. I Covent don't even know Garden. where we go. I love how you look at so your you watch got, to see exactly. when the last time you were there. Yeah. It was like eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I give my shout out? Give your shout out. Okay. To Robert Carnell, Aaron Nagler, and Real Mike T. First hey. three. First three. So it's not the fake Mike T? No, it's the real one. It's the real one. How do we know? Is, is, is he verified? Was he verified on Twitter? I do have to check if he's verified. I have to, because I mean... 
What does that Seriously. mean? What do they get? They, they, got get? they got a shout out. They got a shout out from us. We're talking the podcast. about them. It's downloaded a million I told times. Them that, I told them that I would have Nigel Spackle do it. To would which, like? to yeah. which there was there that, was some there was, was some. Pe- no, that's not why I did it. Oh. Who was on the shout out? Who was on the shout out? <laughs> tell Aaron Nagler hello because he was the one who was like, if, "Hello, if- Aaron." <laughs> Would you would you pro, would you like to go to a proper tweet up? Have a proper pint. Why is it that the wheels really come off whenever worm comes in? <laughs> That's why you're the best man. What's in your What's in your like drinky thing today? Yeah, it's not it's, tank, like, it's not some no, disgusting that concoction. Might be, that might be the reason like why I'm on. I've been off it. You've been, off, you've been off your awful... It's, yeah, it was, I know, but I've never... I was really, just, seriously, it was like seawater brown. It yeah. was like Mississippi River brown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not good. Not pleasant. Yeah, don't bring that on a date. Don't, don't bring your own I had a date with a chef. <laughs> you had a date with a chef. She was a chef, yeah. And? Did you chop it up? No, she Did was, you tell her you didn't was, like her food or anything? No, Please no, no. It was... Uh, it was very generic, so it was a one-off. It was just... <laughs> that was it. <laughs> one off. Uh, oh, did she cook for you or anything? No. Did you go out to dinner? We met. We met at a place, though. Yeah. You met at her. No, at a place. At, at a, a place. place. In a neutral spot. So it's sort of. It was sort of like a tweet up. <laughs> you, in a way. Um, yeah, dating is. Hey, you know, it was a worm, hey, was a worm I, up. I, a worm up. Did you see the the idea bubble come over my head? I, I now like, I have. Tweet up. We're just gonna get like tweet up to meet worm, and That's we're gonna it. and we can filter through these Seriously. people. Seriously. So here's what you need to do. Right. You, you're gonna get you. When are you going to London? I'm there the uh, 23rd of May. There you go. May, Monday the 23rd. So you're 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 practically on a flight at this point. Virtually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can, you need your boots on the ground. Got to get your boots on the ground out there so you get the lay of the land to figure yeah. out where a spot is going to be. Right. The Covent Garden is pretty good. Covent Garden. Pension Judy's. Pension Judy's. I am Covent on. Garden. I am on. I'm I'm on vacation next week. I'm tapping out of good. this lockout and all. Good. I'm tapping out. Adios, muchacho. So next week, there'll be no podcast. I'm doing a podcast May 24th. You text me where it is. All right. And then on May 25th, you have your tweet up in London. And I'll announce it on the podcast. I know, but we need to be there. We need to be there. We're talking about meeting ladies. No, I know that. I'm talking about having one here so we can meet the ladies and we can filter through all of these. That's good, too. I mean, that would be superb lockout filler programming. Yeah, Chris Law, everybody. No question about it. Oh, Chris Law, Chris Law, NFL, uh, uh, NFL.com's finest, uh, just We're handed international. me. This is you've just handed. What have you just handed me? That is our downloads international, UK, Sweden, Denmark. Okay, here it is. Ireland. I've got it. Top countries. Here we go. This is great. Here this we is go. Like a- Research uh, of, material. of the downloads right. of the of the almost million downloads, seven hundred and thirty five thousand eight hundred and sixty domestic. That's about right. Seventy three percent. Very nice. Yeah. Right. Next up. <clears throat> nice math. Next up, United Kingdom. Of course. The Brits have downloaded this podcast almost eighty five thousand times. Let me see the surprise of the That's top nice. ten here. Keep going. That's time okay. With the third pick, With the, the third Rich pick. Eisen podcast <laughs> selects <laughs> Canada. Canada. Wait, almost 60,000. So wait a minute. So Libya. I, I, Libya, 70,000. <laughs> Libya. <laughs> Your breath, Israel is on there. Hey. How many times? Oh, they're dead last at 1,660. <laughs> hey. What's up with that, Worm? It's 1.6%. That's not bad. I mean, you know, there's, when there's Kedusha rockets coming from the from the Gaza Strip all the time, they don't have really time to listen to podcasts. Yeah, it's sort of, it's, it puts a cap <laughs> on the downloads. So much Australia for... is fourth. Sure, of course. You gotta love the Aussies. Ireland, everybody. Big Steeler base there. I'm gonna be in Northern Ireland too. Are you really? Yeah, see it. 
on the back end. There was one. There was one guy who offered from England to show me his Steelers tattoo if I um, gave him a shout out. And, and but you, I turned my phone off, so now I can't remember. Can't remember. His name is, but you know who you are. You. <laughs> Uh, After, uh, let me just round out the top ten. Top five is U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, Ireland, Um, Germany, everybody. Of course. 10,798. And then 793 downloads right behind them, Denmark. Denmark. I like like Japan and Korea in the mix. Denmark. Oh, wait a minute. Sierra Leone? Chris Law has just added a second page. Sierra Leone in there? This is my favorite. This is my favorite. There's been two downloads. (laughs) The Monty. Okay, these are the greatest. These are the greatest. Read off the one where there's been one single download in the history of, of, of this podcast. If you are from these countries, you can make history by being the second download from your respective... Or wait a minute. Or if you've downloaded the podcast, you know who you are. Yes. You know who you are. <laughs> that every, you're the only one who have ever every downloaded down, the button. Every download counts, okay? <laughs> so to you, Montenegro, Yemen, Liberia, Zimbabwe, Myanmar. Liberia has downloaded Liberia. the podcast? George Azer- Weah. Azerbaijan. George, George, Saint George Weah. St. Kitts and George Weah, great soccer player. That's where I went on my honeymoon. Uh, and I, I wasn't the one who did that. Okay. Greenland and the Maldives. Oh, the Maldives are right And nice. you know who you are. <laughs> every Because you're the only one in that counts. country. So, I need so a Luxembourg. I, I need a Luxembourg on here. I need a. So I can go to Liberia, Papua and every Guinea. single person in Liberia except <laughs> Myanmar. <laughs> Myanmar. You don't want to go there, dude. Well, but there's two places you just don't want to go. But they, I didn't know they downloaded anything you in Myanmar. That, you know, it's interesting. But hold on a minute. We so, call it Burma. So, uh, so you know Kara, I could. So Kara, I can go to Yemen, <laughs> or or Suriname. Which is okay. Is, is I it Suriname to, or Suriname? How do you pronounce Suriname. that? Suriname. Okay. Or I can go to those places. Where they've downloaded it once, and every single person in the country except one will legitimately hold not on, know that I have a podcast. You know hold on, hold on. The Yemen guy, Al Qaeda. There's no doubt. There's no it's doubt. Ridiculous. Yes, there's no doubt. <laughs> like infiltrating Americana, or something like that. You know, some nog- right? Bin Laden before. That's what he was doing in his. <laughs> <laughs> but I will when say this. Looking, Can looking, I say he, this? He the was watching most... himself on the TV. He had a little. He had a, little, he had an iPad. Yeah. Right it just took him forever to download it. Who is this crazy worm? That's what? why it didn't make it on here. It was still downloading. Yeah. It took a while. But unfortunately, the two most populous countries in the mm. world, neither of them. No, there's no China? <laughs> there's no China and no India. Well, I don't know if this is a complete list because it goes from Israel with 1,660 One, downloads down countries. to Malawi and Burundi with two. So we might be missing some. Is, uh, is no it, North Korea. Hey, no it, King John il No. That, well, that would be a, I don't know if not, they have an iTunes there. 181 no, wait a minute. There's Hong Kong. There's Hong Kong. But that's, Hong Kong is separate. No, They're part of no, China. No, no, no. They're part of people, China. Less people live in Hong Kong. They might say something different. 2,028. 181 countries. Oh, no. God bless you all. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's fantastic. They're now wondering if they can erase their one down. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're wondering. I know. Well, I'll tell you what, Burundi. You might get relegated. <laughs> Well, the, from the from certainly from the UN. Hey, well, you know what? The UN should just be relegated. The whole. whole oh my thing gosh! You're just you're just you've this got the mung and the you've worm. got the you've got the mung and you're on your soapbox. Just enough, enough with him. Do we ask you about the Giants draft? Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Sure. What'd you think? Um, you know, I'm sitting there going, "Well, they have two. T- there's two offensive linemen that are sitting there. The, there's two offensive linemen sitting there. There's two, could it, could there's it, two offensive linemen sitting there, yeah. and they take a defensive back. Okay, well, he's the second best well, defensive he, back. He's pretty darn good, bro. You could have had you could have had Watkins, you could have had Costanzo, you could have had Karimi. And when you give up twenty eight points in the last eight minutes of the game that you have to win, you need help. So 
Yeah, it was pretty good. And how about Marvin Austin in the second round? Well, that's that could be one. that could be the, the 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 diamond, you know. Or it could be the rough. Um, <laughs> with that group, no, with that group, I think he'll fit in perfectly. I think he'll be great for them. They haven't had it. They haven't it's had either one diamond. of the two. There's no, no gray. There's no gray. There's no in between. It could I be think the diamond. Be pretty good could be for the rough. Him. No, no, there's like well, all of them. Look. look. Everyone says, hey, well, what a great draft this team had. What a great draft this. Really, guys? When half of these cats in the first round wash out every year, not so good. Not so good. No one's fault. You know, not, no one, like, no one of these, you know, these, these groups' yeah. fault. No yeah. one's, you know, the, 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 all the, yeah. the guys who've been spending five years scouting these guys. It's not yeah. their fault. It yeah. just happens that these cats get some cash and they stink, you know? Some, and some are good and they care about their team and care about their profession worm is holding up my, my my first round draft board by the way when he's you're using a visual aid and a, and a medium that has no visual uh aspect, <laughs> but i appreciate but, it but by the way so uh by the way by the way i'm 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 also letting you know this too kara gave you a little bit of heads up um there's discussions about bringing this show to television oh really yes the tv side of things wow now Doing this as a boutique. Uh, yeah, you have to get team uh, time in my office. Hold on, I'm saying, doing this as a boutique. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking this right now. Asking this right now because I, I do believe this is the natural progression for the show. I believe that, and I do believe there are some higher ups within this uh, NFL media organization mm-hmm. who, who are now a lockstep in that thinking. Right. You, as a member of the Fox Soccer Channel, you can come here on your on your 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 uh, uh, rainy days or or right. your or your. Of work uh, stoppages or whatever. We don't have work stoppages. Okay. Or your. They don't ever stop playing. Uh, I, by, by, that, by that, I meant lunch hour. <laughs> oh, okay. Lunch hour. Well, whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> by work stoppage, from, I meant my taking desk. lunch. Is what from, I meant. from my desk. <laughs> <laughs> so weird how we would get so, confused yes. right now. Yeah, with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could do that to come in here and, and go on the internet and, and iTunes and whatever. We put this on television. You have a problem? You can come in? I think I may have to rerun up the tree, I think. Why? One, one what up the tree? Just because we're turning a camera on, it's I don't a know. different hey, story. Hey, it's free promotion. We, yeah. We're promoting Fox. What's, what's coming up on the Fox Soccer what, what Channel? Are you, what are you talking about? It's the biggest thing ever. Okay. so It's that's... the most watched sporting event in 2011. It's coming up on May 28th. There you go. The UEFA Champions League final on Fox. There you go. From 2 o'clock. And clearly you'll be there for it, right? We'll be there. There you go. We're doing oh, we're doing like an hour pregame mm-hmm. before on Fox Soccer. Right. At... Uh well Eastern time it's right. one one right. to two so then Fox comes on at two to two forty five and they go See? then we have a, we have What's also a Friday show with this? free promotion Shanks has no problem with this right you just went on Suriname now knows Suriname there's one person in Suriname that now knows or is that two Bots- <laughs> how's Botswana doing <laughs> yeah it's two how's Botswana there's, doing no there's just one one lonely person in, in uh, Botswana be good See you have now gone one hundred eighty some odd countries and let people know what's up with that I know it's good See. I have to Keep say. this in mind as we move forward, as this podcast grows. Right. You but, were but part of the to... first, you were part of the first, the like, 20. I know. And you've been part of a few. Can't have, can't, can't, I mean, got to have you. Gotta we could find you a lady. Talking... We could find you a lady by, you wear your podcast mm-hmm. fancy outfits. Now we're we... thinking. Maybe. Okay, did you see this? Did you see the difference in the wheel spin there? The wheels did Maybe. spin. Look at the smile, see? the tree. I know. No, no, please. I'm not saying you should do it all willy-nilly. I'm going to see when I can do it, too. No, we'll give you heads up. I can't. I'm not saying every week. Yeah. I'm not saying that. Just keep it in mind. I just want to make sure that as this thing progresses, right. you're still a part of it. Can't okay. have you not. Can't have Great. you not. Uh, and last question for you. Yes. That uh, <laughs> certainly for Fox Soccer Channel. I'm going to leave you with something. Okay. I'm going to give you an idea. Something it's Fox portable. Soccer, by the way. Fox, Fox soccer. soccer. It's not Fox, Fox soccer. soccer Channel. Yeah. Fox Soccer. Yeah. Okay. 
Channel so, 619 is so directly. So it's not a network? It's, not it's a, a spot they're calling it. We're rebranding. Rebranding. We have new, we have new, <laughs> new graphics. We have new music and our MLS coverage. How what does your this? music sound like now? What is it? Is it like driving, like uh, beats, when, or is you, it if like... If you hear it, hmm. if you hear the MLS music, you're going to say, I've heard that before. So you've ripped something off. Um, but nothing that's that you actually might know of. No, it's what we in the business. When you rip something off, you just say it's derivative of something. No, no, no. It's, it's, a, it's, a Fox, it's a Fox piece of music, but it's one you made. So then you've got like, robots then. Yeah. No, so no, no robots. No robots. No. That's just Fox Network. Mm-hmm. Or is it Fox? There'll be no robots. Fox, Champions, Fox. Champions League final, so, no robots. All right, so I'm going None. to give you something portable yeah, for robots Fox don't play soccer. soccer. Okay. Portable. Two words. Two words. It's now in your house. And by it, I mean him. Gus Johnson. Oh, by the way. How do you not get him calling... Oh. Soccer games. You have no idea. You have there is something uh, yeah. up someone's sleeve for something yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Champions League. Now, if Nigel Spackle were his color guy, can you, you have imagine? to show. You have to show up. You have to watch the match. Spackle. Watch it two o'clock. Ooh. Watch it two o'clock. An announcement. May twenty eighth. May twenty eighth. Champions League Eastern? final. Eastern. Eastern. Two o'clock Eastern. So that's seven o'clock uh, local, where you'll be. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. It's always in Europe. The match is always at eight forty five. Tom uh, eats ball. Central. Central. Or, when, or Central then, European. And then time. when's the first dive? When's the first dive? Well, if it's Barcelona, it could be early. When's the first dive and some guy comes running out with a stretcher and sprays something on somebody's <laughs> magical calf no, and then they anymore. stretcher him off like a Benny Hill show? <laughs> and then he, boom, yeah, I just scored a goal two minutes later. When's when, that, play, when does that happen? If 845 is kickoff, they, what is that, 858? Yeah, there could be one by then. Yeah. There could be one. <laughs> Don't, let me tell you something. You were Anytime you can you bring remember, a Benny Hill You remember 2005 on the stage watching Liverpool against uh, against AC Milan? Uh, it sort of slipped You remember? Mind. Oh, no. It slipped that mic. He was going bananas. Oh, it's great. Three, they're now 3 three nothing at half. They come all the way back, win a penalty kick. Worm, grass. it is an amazing game. And when, when it means something, just like anything. Else, it's the two biggest teams. I get it. It's huge. How it's does Gus, and Gus Johnson lurks? You tell me Gus he Johnson lurks. lurks. That's a, that's a, it's, he lurks. He lurks. If, he won't be calling if he is not in, calling the match, of course not. Lurks. If he is in, if he's in the house, if he's in your house, if he's in the Fox house, you as a man who is, is in charge in... of Fox Soccer, whatever it's called, Fox Soccer, he's you as a man, you you must, you must do everything in your power to get him involved. They are it is being worked on. I just don't Scoopage. think he has enough of a catch in his voice for that. No, yeah, I, you won't get into it. <laughs> Him yelling goal would be for like Yeah, how does Gus Johnson call a nil nil game in the eightieth minute? Like he there. called like he called one of those games, but he called that Sunday night yeah. game on on like true TV when it was a, blo- a Notre Dame game and he was like it, he was you know I know, because well you gotta be, mellow. You, you gotta be mellow when because you can't you can't you can't fake it. Can't fake it. Same Definitely thing with can. this podcast. It's real. It's been real. It's been real. It's been real. Thank you for coming sure. in on this momentous day. I almost have 5,000 followers now because of you, by the way. I have 1,000. It's not because of me. It's because of you. It's not because of me. It's Can I have two of, of your people or yeah. two of your people? I, I just passed 1,000 because I really haven't been tweeting that much. Uh, I just passed 1,000 and I gave the 1,000th person a kosher ham. <laughs> <laughs> At worm underscore 66. Yes. If you're looking for kosher meats, uh, he's your man. Kosher pork okay, products. so forty nine ninety nine and five thousand. What, what do, you, do I? What do I? I don't know. I mean, five, five kosher hands. I don't know because there's very little kosher about you. I don't know. 
You've you know got some funny? ham, and you, you've got some ham. Not so much the kosher. Don't talk about my butt that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here thank we you. go. Thank you, Kara. You're the best. You're the best. Thank you for being no, part of this. No, you're the best. Oh, boy. And I just didn't even know you had a podcast. I mean, it's so weird. <laughs> By it's the way, you, were, you, you stepped that. on the joke. You guys were so excited. That's why I'm like saying somebody in Liberia, everyone in Liberia except for one person can legitimately say, I didn't know you had a podcast. <laughs> no, maybe they just can't get to their computers. They, maybe they, you know. They're uh, who clamoring. Know, who, who knows? But uh, to everybody who's downloaded this thing, God bless you. Wait a minute. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Worm. Jason Worms, are you thank the best? Thank you, Rich. You're the best. Best of luck to you and Fox Soccer. Thank you. Um, and Kara, I will see you probably tomorrow. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way things go. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Brian Billick. Thanks to Moose Johnston. Thanks Moose. to uh, Jamie Dukes. I also want to thank everybody uh, behind the scenes here who's uh, who's been doing this podcast with me. Uh, greater and things to come. Chris Law, the producer of this. Matt Lathrop, who helped get this thing off the ground. Drew Olmeyer, Tom Brady of NFL.com. I want to thank Mike Del Tufo, Sarah Young, who's been uh, setting things up with the sound. Crow. Del Tufo, get in here. Get in here. We can't stop. I, I know we're probably about over two hours in this podcast. Who cares? Well, who cares if people with, like, iPhones who are like, what the hell? What else are they going to do in Liberia? What, what the, the hell are they going to do? Get in here. Get in here. One guy in Liberia going to do We cannot have you with but, Who does this guy work for, for the goodness sakes? Eagle Cam. 95,897. Oh are you still talking about this? He's talking about this. this uh, Do you think they're watching that? This what? close Surname? caption. Do you know there's a close caption camera on an, uh, an eagle's nest? And he's he watches this stuff. No wonder the microphones go out in the middle of our I show. I shot one in Botswana. An eagle? An eagle's nest, which was unbelievable at sunset. Oh, I thought one? you said you I'm shot an eagle. You I shot was... an eagle. I'm no, like, my God. No, you shot no, I had I my, you had it in you. I had my camera. You're I had like 400 millimeter lens. Like Dick Cheney. Unbelievable. Did you have your shants on when you did this? You do uh, wear your shants Well, you wear it because it might have been buggy at that point. Yeah, 6 o'clock. In Botswana. Shants are the pants that you can zip off. Mike I wanted to thank you in person. Thank you very much. You are You are wearing the shants. Which is the, the the half shorts, half pants? No, I don't. Do you what have do you have zippered legs that you can add to those? No, no. I mean, I mean wear shorts. So what do you have? But you, what, what is it? What is, what is in those shants. massive pockets on the? Uh, They're on awesome. What is NFL there, patches you can, to put on his see, clothes? Wallet, well, like, gum, nothing. What gum? Oh, can I have a piece? Yeah, and and NFL Network issued shirt and and uh, and hat, which is odd for for Mike. Very odd to wear stuff. Oh, I love this flannel hat. Thank you, Mike. That's beautiful. Thank you. You bet. We're, uh, this is show 43 and download 1 million plus. Thank you, Worm. Thank at, you, Rich. Uh, at Worm uh, underscore 66. Yes, yes. At Karen Henderson. Look at that. Charlie York. Charlie York. Come on in here, Charlie. Come on. Charlie York. Come on. Come on in. Come on in, Charlie. Come on in, Charlie. I was the Emmy nominated person as well on the. We, we didn't win either. We didn't win either. <laughs> yeah, but we lost we within lost. three no, minutes. No, really. Bury the lead. Bury the lead, Charlie. We were the first award. We went down. We went down. We lost. We went down in three minutes. playoff. Playoff, the best playoff Playoff. thing? Yeah. We got relegated. We lost it. You get relegated. (laughs) You got relegated. Hi, Hi, baby. Charlie, you're cogging the Uh, one. Fantastic. Be careful. He has the mung. I have the mung, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Why would you do that then? Well, I just... You hug me. Charlie is... This is only fitting... That uh, you're here, Worm, because this was the, the the first Jewish goodbye in the history of this podcast. It's taken me five minutes to sign off. Yes, this is what this is. This is how this is how long it takes the Jewish goodbye. We goyim don't know this. <laughs> you don't know from coach of hams or Jewish goodbyes. Uh, <laughs> at Kara Henderson, at Coach Billick, at Jamie Dukes, and Moose doesn't have a Twitter account, but he he's, he's monitoring. He said earlier at Moose. I'm sure that's taken. 
Uh, and again, thanks to all you out there who download this podcast each and every week. Rich Eisen signing off. Stay listening.